Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for January 8th, 2019. I'm Rich Straffolino. CES continues and Samsung announced a 98-inch 8K QLED TV, which includes machine learning to upscale 4K content. It and other Samsung TVs will offer Google Assistant compatibility to interact with the TV, but only with a separate Google Home device. Bixby will still be the native voice control built into Samsung sets. Meanwhile, Sony announced an 8K LCD TV and a 4K OLED TV as part of its Master Series. The Z9G 8K comes in 85 and 98-inch models, while the the A9G runs 55, 65, and 77 inches. Sony says its 8K TVs all have an algorithm to provide exceptional detail and contrast for a more realistic picture that represents the creator's intent and uses a proprietary algorithm for upscaling 4K content. Both models offer Dolby Vision and Atmos, run Android TV, and will support Apple's AirPlay and HomeKit. No pricing or ship dates were released. Meanwhile, Panasonic announced the 55- and 65-inch GZ2000 series of 4K TVs, the first OLEDs offered by the company. The GZ2000 supports HDR10 Plus and Dolby Vision for HDR and is equipped with a CPU designed to speed HDR processing, providing the correct color in changing brightness and contrast conditions. TV also supports industry-standard Kalman test pattern calibration for further color accuracy. The GZ2000 also has upward-firing Dolby Atmos speakers and supports Google Assistant and Amazon Voice services, but currently lacks a price or release date. Finally, TLC announced a 75-inch version of its 4K HDR Roku TV with Dolby Vision HDR10 for less than $1,700. Pre-orders are available now with shipping in a couple weeks. TCL also introduced the first Alto soundbars, either standalone or bundled with a wireless subwoofer, and its first headphones. Four models will start rolling out with wired in-ear and earbud models coming February 1st. TCL and Roku also announced a partnership to make 8K TVs coming later this year, with some having built-in far-field microarrays for voice control. This 8-series line will offer Quantum Contrast, a new backlight technology based on mini-LEDs and QLEDs. Intel demonstrated its first ice-like 10 nanometer chips based on the Sunny Cove architecture with Thunderbolt 3, Wi-Fi 6, and DL Boost for deep learning. Intel says PC makers will have devices with ice-like processors on the shelves by the end of 2019, showing what appeared to be a Dell XPS 2-in-1 demo unit. Intel also announced six new desktop 9th gen chips from the Core i3 up to the Core i9 shipping later this month and said it would bring the 9th gen processors to laptops in the H series sometime in Q2. Intel also announced a partnership with Comcast for 10 gigabit per second service and Wi-Fi 6 connectivity as an alternative to 5G using Intel's Puma system on a chip. Comcast expects its first 10 gig service to arrive in 2020. But if you're into 5G, Intel has something for you too, don't worry. Project Athena is Intel's push to get companies to make ultrabooks with 5G and AI support using Intel specs, though Intel isn't sharing what those specs are publicly yet. The idea is kind of similar to the ultrabook standard. A roadmap is being shared with manufacturers with Acer, Asus, Dell, Google, HP, Intellux, Lenovo, Microsoft, Samsung, and Sharp, all working on Project Athena and including Chrome and Windows. And Intel is working with Facebook on an AI chip due in the second half of the year to go up against AI chips from NVIDIA and Amazon Web Services. The chip is designed to help with inference, which puts AI algorithms to use. Intel has the predominant market share in inference chips, so not all that surprising that they're working with Facebook. 
HTC showed off the Vive Cosmos that has cameras that don't require external tracking equipment and can be powered by a PC, laptop, or possibly at some point, even a smartphone. No price, but it's expected to launch later this year. It features a flip-up screen so that you can see the world without having to totally take the headset off. HTC also showed a new version of the Vive Pro with eye tracking called the Vive Pro Eye coming in April. And HEC announced Viveport Infinity, an upgrade to the subscription service that includes access to 500 titles. The previous subscription only allowed five games a month. The new service launches April 5th, but we don't know how much it will cost. Finally, HTC is working with Mozilla on a browser optimized for virtual reality. Amazon announced new additions to their Smart Lock lineup. Amazon Key, the system that allows couriers to unlock your door and leave packages inside and isn't creepy at all, is now called Key by Amazon. It also is adding Key by Garage so that they can leave your Amazon deliveries in your garage rather than your house or car. There's also Key for Business, which lets building managers control hours and entry for deliveries. Then there's the Sledge Encode Smart Wi-Fi Deadbolt coming in Q1. Ring doorbells are also getting key access, so you can look at your uh, ring monitor and unlock the door if you verify that it's someone that should have access. Amazon also announced the Ring Door View Cam, designed to capture live video from a front port or from a front door peephole. Door View Cam requires no additional wiring or drilling to mount, so it's great for apartments. Support Amazon Voice services and will be available in the U.S. in 2019 for $199. Huawei announced the 13-inch MateBook 13, a mid-range laptop between the MateBook D and MateBook X Pro. It's 14.9 millimeters thick, making it thinner than a MacBook Air. Both models have 8GB of RAM and a fingerprint reader on the power button, with the Core i5 model uh, starting at $999 and the Core i7 with a discrete NVIDIA MX150 GPU at $1299. Both go on sale in the U.S. January 29th. Samsung announced that third-party apps from Google are coming to their Bixby virtual assistant, including Gmail, YouTube, Google Maps, and Google Play. Sadly, release and implementation details have yet to be announced. Samsung also announced an expected 29% drop in quarterly profit for the last quarter of 2018 and issued a commentary along with the guidance for the first time since mobile phone sales dropped in 2014. Samsung blamed unexpected weak demand from data center customers for chips. Data centers, mostly in the U.S., make up about 30% of demand for Samsung's DRAM chips. Prices for DRAM chips fell 10% in Q4, and Samsung also blamed a stagnant and fiercely competitive smartphone market. Roku announced that the number of active accounts increased 40% on the year to 27 million by the end of 2018. Total streaming time increased 61% of the year to 24 billion hours, with an estimated 7.3 billion hours streamed in Q4. Meanwhile, Hulu announced subscribers grew 47% year-over-year, adding 8 million subscribers in 2018 for a total of $25 million. The company also announced ad revenue increased 45% on the year to a company record $1.5 billion. TechCrunch reports that Plex is in talks with content providers to offer free ad-supported movies to its platform, as well as with premium networks to offer subscriptions through Plex. The latter move may be similar to the discounted price for the music streaming service title offered to Plex Plus subscribers last month. Plex is reportedly still working through the DRM required for the service, but may debut ad-supported content in 2019. And finally, GitHub announced that users of its free tier would now have access to unlimited private repositories. These private repositories would be limited to three collaborators per project. Public repositories with unlimited collaborators are still also part of the free tier. The company also announced that they were combining their cloud and self-hosted enterprise offerings into a unified GitHub enterprise solution with consistent per-seat pricing. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. Thanks for listening.
for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.